0: We'll do a review of Lekut Sichas Ch'elik Yud, the second sicha for Parshas Chayisora. This is a Rashi sicha. And basically, the Rebbe makes an order. Uh, it seems really confusing between the different Rashis with this Shidduch on the proposal between uh, Eliezer, uh, Ebed Avram and the family members, the soil. did they agree, did they not agree to the Shidduch at first? At first it seems that everybody's in agreement, and then they're starting up again, and then they say, we got to ask her, In many different places in, in the Pusik, in the order, it, 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 it's a little confusing, because it looked like everything was set to go. And then all of a sudden towards the end uh, we got to go ask her if she's in agreement uh, for the Shidduch when it was already agreed upon. Everything seemed to be in order. What's going on over here? The Rebbe is going to come up with a novel idea that what happened is because Eliezer changed the uh, expected terms normally they give a woman 12 months or In this case, he asked for 10, as the Rebbe will explain, because he brought some gifts with him already, and they had Sarah's uh, Sarah's, uh, takshitim. So, in this case, uh, in all cases, they give a woman 12 months uh, to uh, prepare. And the fact that Eliezer insisted that they leave right away. Uh, that threw a loop. Uh, basically, uh, they started doubting maybe everything that he said and maybe everything that he presented, because this was not the usual expectation and this was not the agreement. And once he tried to change it, and that's why there was doubts uh, that came up. And, uh, and the Rebbe will also be discussing the fact that uh, Rivka. Uh, notwithstanding the fact that she was only three years old, Rashi refers to her as an Isha, as a woman already, and the Rebbe is going to bring out that people were, that those times, uh, people were not judged merely by age, but it really went by the characteristics and the behavior, as we see by Rivka, that she was the one, that was chosen by Eliezer because the way she behaved, she offered to drink and to give the uh, camels to drink, and the Rebbe brings out actually in halacha as well that Rashi is probably goes along with the idea that the uh, the shiurim for a ben noyach uh, would not depend upon was not an age uh, specifically by twelve, but it in each person independently, and therefore, a could have been a Yisha. Then, as we'll see in details, the sikha, but now, let's learn the sikha inside. Ois Aleph. in our portion, it is uh, related, al hamasa, the give and take, between Eliezer, that's the servant of Avram whom he sent to find a match for his son Yitzchak, so there is a discussion between Eliezer Mishpachah um, and Rivka's family, im as it relates in with her marriage to Yitzchok. and in Rashi's commentary in this portion on we find several matters that require explanation. In their contents, to understand them as standalones, but also and also as we try to compare one Rashi with the other Rashi. So this is towards the end of the conversation. Um, they said, let's go and ask her. So, so Rashi explains over there, Uh, Comments. So from here we see, because they're asking her, that you can only marry off a woman with her consent, because they said, let's go ask her. That means that you can't just marry her off; you have to ask. So, the Rebbe, so we have to understand. If it's necessary, as Rashi says, to ask the woman. So how could they initially agree for the Shidduch without asking Rivka? Aleph, In the earlier P'sukim Nemar, it's stated, Lovan and besuel responded after Eliezer told him the whole story. How he came there and how he prayed to Hashem and he came to the Well, and how Rivka did. So, what was their response to Eliezer's um, request? They said, "He ne'riv kolaf to the story of Yitzchak. He ne'riv kolaf Behold, Rivka is before you, Goymer, b'tehi isha levena de'Nachah Goymer, and she shall be a wife to your master's son. Yitzchak shall be a wife." They agreed to it. Harei shekvar hiskimu al hashidoch. So they already consented for this match. Mikoidem before. So, Al since they agree, so we have to say according to there was an very agreement that the issue over here that they were haggling about was only when how soon she should go to uh, Yitzchak with Eliezer to go get married. So we have to say that is, that they said later on. Let's ask her. They weren't asking about the Shidduch itself. They weren't asking about the matter itself, about the match, whether we're going through with it. The question was, Is she agreed to go immediately as the demand, as the request from Eliezer, or she wants to delay with them for a period of time, as they the family said that they want her to stay there for 12 or 10 months. But then this goes against Rashi's pirush. And this would not be like Rashi's comment, that they were really questioning about the marriage itself. Rashi says, Rashi, we're not talking about the time frame when she should go, but we're talking about the whole idea. So that's number one. Number two, earlier, uh, the second question. Earlier, Rashi brings down that because Besuel tried to uh, object to the shiddach and that's why Hashem well, killed him that's why he wasn't there anymore. So it seems like Rivka and uh and uh and and Lavin, they were all for the Shiddach. So what happened all of a sudden? We're saying you know now we have to ask her and uh let's look inside. her brother and her mother said, yotza dover, so they say accepting it. Peter Shrashi explained to Basul Hoya. So where was Basil? Why does the Pasuk only say her brother and mother? What happened to the father? What happened to Basil? And the and, and Rashi answers that who he wanted to hold back to prevent this you know. But Malach came and killed him, so he wasn't there. That's why it was only her mother and her brother, Lavan, and and and, and her ma- and mother were there, but no more besulu. That's why they don't found it. Umizem mashma. So from this it appears it's understood. They didn't want to hold back because that's why only besulu was killed, and they didn't want. to... pirushikan. But according to Rashi's pirushir, mashma shegam it comes out that also in their own in their mind it has not yet been agreed. And more than just not agreed, it's not. It looks like they objected because you look at Rashi, says, minus Rivka. So when they actually asked Rivka, what does Rivki say? Rivka said, So Rivka says, Elaich Maat's She said that I will go, even if you object, even if you don't want, I'm going to go anyways. So that means that she felt that they don't want. That's why she had to tell them, I'm going no matter what. But over here, it seems like... uh, they're asking her about the shiddach, but they themselves, from Rashi before the mashup, they didn't object to the shiddach. So, why did they all of a sudden, they asked Rivka about the shiddach? and she says, I'm going, when they already before agreed to it. On the other hand, says Rebbe in question, the third question, we need to understand the simple reading of the verses is clear. I explained like we said earlier that immediately they agreed and practically like they said it says in the past behold here is Rivka go, take and go. So but So the question is, after we learned that you cannot marry off a woman only with her consent, So now we have the question to begin with. Aleph number one, How did they decide about this marriage? Without asking Rifka when you need to the consent of the woman before making a decision and base number two they said take and go in the simple meaning of the Pasuk, it means take her, take her now go lekamon, but we say. Later on, you give for a B'Sula, you give 12 months, uh, you don't take it right away. So why did they say go right away? So the first question the Rebbe asks is, it seems like there was an agreement. Why does Rashi have to change it and say that the later question has to do with the uh, Shidduch itself? Why is Rashi changing it from the whole storyline seems to say that there was an agreement already. And then Rashi says, when he says "nishlas pia," we're asking her about the Shidduch itself. That's on the the first part. The second, on the other side, the Rev is asking, well, now that you know that there is a a rule that we don't marry a woman only with her consent, and there is a rule that you give 12 uh, months, how is it that they agreed to uh, the shidduch without asking Rifka and how is it that they uh, didn't uh, want to wait twelve months? Uh, how do they agree and say kach um, Then the Rebbe further asks that in, in base that the that earlier in the pasuk when it says. When they asked, before they said, let's ask her, the request was from the family that let the young woman, let Rivka stay with us for 12 or uh, 10 months. So, how does Rashi explain? After Rashi explains, what does it mean let her stay? with us, for yomim, that that this means, yomim means a year, so Rashi adds, why were they asking for a year? Because this is the uh, the rule that you give for a besula, you give 12 months time to support herself, to adorn herself, to, uh, beauty herself with the uh, jewelry. So that's the accepted time period to allow for the woman to be the finest of the so, Tashitim. So here too we need to understand. Aleph. This is obvious that Absula requires preparation for her marriage. Needs time. Even a five-year-old who's learning Chumash knows this matter. So we understand simply the request of Rivka's brother and mother that Rivka should. Delay and stay with them for a period of time. So, what difficulty is in the simple meaning of the pasuk? Rashi answers, Rashi gives the reason What is Rashi intending that so we give for? They're asking. takes some time. Why do we? Why does Rashi say so? It seems to be that there is something to do that the uh, Ebed is doing something unusual over here. Because normally, this is what we do. The idea itself that there is a delay, that's something which the child knows. But Rashi is adding something here. But If Rashi's intention is... To explain not why we need time, but why specifically 12 months. So what? Well, then he should have said, How come he says 12 or 10 months? He's explaining 12 months because that's the usual way, but what about 10 months? So it's not that Rashi's explaining, it's something that Rashi's trying to tell us something over here. And Bayes, and the uh, second thing is, you can say in the simple meaning of the posse the fact, the reason they asked for 12 months because that was their estimate they asked estimate them in this case that in this particular case of Rivka she needs she needs 12 months now we also understand why Eliezer wanted to go right-of-ways. Because it's really a... So what is the... They want a year. He says, no, what's the argument? So we have to say, it would seem, that they felt that she needs this time to prepare herself. And Eliezer disagreed with that. But Rashi turns it into a rule that a B'sula gets 12 months. How does Rashi know? In this case, their estimate was 12 months, and the Ali uh, le- has to disagree with that. But Rashi says, no, no. Why does Rashi have to say that? Where do we notice in the besoula? From the besoula, shekane, the that we give it for every besoula. For everybody we're going to give 12 months? Maybe only in Rivka's case. How do we get a rule from here that you give for a B'sula 12 months? That this is the customary and accepted, uh, the usual and the accepted custom. And they were relying, when they said, let her stay for 12, they were referring to, to that minig of staying for 12 months that you give her a besuvah. Why not just say that in their estimate, they thought that Rifkin needs 12 months. And the Rebbe says, according to Rashi's interpretation, that there is some sort of a statute, there's some sort of a rule, a minag, that you have to have 12 months. So, how does he follow up and say right away it's 10? So, it's 12, so how could it be 10? If it's not understood, how come they say following immediately? also Maybe 10 months. Since their request is mishum shekach noestin l'v'sula yudveis chadashim, because so you give a v'sula, you give her twelve months. Ma'uatam lavatach nechadashim. So why would be the reason they say a ten? Would give up two months. And the imyesh tam laosir. And if there's sometimes enough, that ten is enough. Ma'ikasalkad aiter betchila. So why are they demanding uh, 12 months if 10 is enough? So from this is also evident, it's proof that there was no set order. Based on the... They set up the time for the wedding based on the estimated... Need so? Why does Rashi come up with a uh, with a minhag over here? Sometimes behind you bit Either sometimes they did it a lot, uh, which would be twelve months. It would be less, would be would be more stingy, would be ten months. But that's why it's ten or ten or twelve or ten makes sense. Uh, and not, but if it's a minhag, then we don't understand what's ten and twelve. So why basically does Rashi have to bring in a minhag over here? So the, this minhag that Rashi brings out causes us these difficulties uh, because we don't need a minhag for this. It's self-understood and um, and we don't have any really evidence that this is the regular minhag and the Rebbe says if it's a minhag, it's actually a problem, because why would then, if it's a minhag why go us it? Um, and if it's not a minhag then people estimate, as Rebbe says, sometimes good, in a, in a plentiful way, in a yofeh, find by Avram's argument, so there's room for changes when You're asking, how much? But if it's a minute, what's... You're putting yourself in the corner. Why 12 and why then saying 10? So in Ois Gimel, the Rebbe begins with the answer that Rashi has to explain that the question, when they said Nisha lo Espio, is not just if she's going right away or not, because the Pasik says Befetish, that they asked her, are you going to go with this man? So it means that the question was... Uh, not if you're going now or you agree to the whole Shidduch. So what happened over here is the change that took place because the agreement was for the Shidduch and that didn't need basically Rivka's consent, even though you normally marry a woman when you have to ask her, but Ma'shem Yotza Adover, because Eliezer, as Rashi explains, the Rabbi asked, Rashi explains, he's going against the Minig, he wants to force, her going to right away, that threw in doubt, that's what Rashi has to say, that over here, this was a Minig of 12 months, and this was the expectation, and this was the agreement, and now he's breaking the agreement, so they're questioning the whole, let's, the whole the whole deal, let's look inside, Ice. Gimel, the explanation, let's ask her, Rashi has to explain, that the intention here was for the general match, whether there's an agreement, it's not just a question if she's agreeing to go immediately, as it would appear from the flow of the verses, because Rashi has to say that because because in the passing that follows, since the passing that follows, their question is articulated. Will you go with this man? That's the question. Not, will you go now? The word, well, you, will you go with this man? is not a question of now, but generally. Which would mean a question whether she's ready to go now. So the question was, are you going with this man? Are you agreeing to the Shidduch? And the fact that it's evidence from the verses that, Uh, came before this from previous verses that the general uh, agreement for this match has already been uh, decided upon this was already agreed upon so therefore we must say that in the meantime something happened that caused a change in their decision for the agreement. To the extent what happened caused such a change that now they wanted to nullify, take away, destroy the whole idea. So what is it that caused this change? That's understood from the Rashi that I mentioned before. Okay, come on, as we will see later on, from the fact that we have to give her the time that's a minute, and he wants to change that. We'll see. Originally, when the Eliezer, Evan Avram came and related and made the suggestion, so when Lovah answered Eliezer, And Amrud, they said, This matter comes from Hashem. We can't talk anything. We can't do Here Rivka is before you. Take her and go. As Hashem has spoken. Basically, they're saying that it's Hashem. Who is the one that brought this matter out? Like Hashem has spoken, meaning that it's Hashem that made this shidduch. And Ashi explains over there, what does it mean? We can't say to speak to you. What does it mean, can't speak to you? Can't speak to you We cannot refuse this matter, because it's evident. You can tell, that this came from Hashem, according to your story, your words, you related that Hashem happened her to meet up with you, that she came across, Hashem prepared her for you, that she was right there when you came. So therefore, what does it mean? That it was from Eleazar's words they were... Uh, it's proven, they know, they found out. Based on what he told the story, they see Hashem told it, they came. So it's understood, move on, we cannot uh, refuse, we don't have any say. Hashem wants it, this is going to happen from Hashem. Because refusing, whether it's them or the or whether Rivka is going to refuse, that's not going to stop this matter from actualizing, from coming down into actuality. That's why they immediately agreed. They didn't have to also without asking Rivka. Although, generally speaking, you have to ask the woman. But in this case, it's Hashem has made this thing happen. As the Eliezer related to them. So therefore, there's no need to ask because nobody can refuse this because it comes from Hashem. So what happens? Well, now there's a change because now Eliezer comes and tells them I want to go right away. He's, oh, that is a change which caused them to change their whole mind. Let's look inside. Hey, in the verses that follow it's related as a response to the words of Eliezer, he says, Send me to my master, Her brother and her mother said in response to Eliezer, Let the young woman stay with us for a year or ten months, and then she'll go. So, what does it mean? This, basically, does not show that there's any issue with the shidduch itself. It's only a matter of time to allow her to stay for that time. So, it's a this means, that the matter, in a general way, has been agreed upon. But they're requesting that she should delay by them and stay there for a period of time. Ulam zar Eliezer. But then, however, when Eliezer comes back and he repeats his words, and he says the language, Al ta'achru aisi, Don't delay me. Send me and I will go to my master. Amru. So now they said, Let's call the young woman and let's ask her. Ok, Now they're saying, We're going to ask her the watch and Nishallah close the number. That she's been asked now. Let's go ask her if she agrees to the Shiddach. Now we're going to go back and start from point from the beginning to figure out whether she really wants this Shidduch. Hare, and as Rebbe said, because the post says, not Ato, but are you going to go with him? so the change in their decision was caused, through the latter words of, of Eliezer. So Rashi explains and interprets that when, she, when they argued that let her stay for the for a year and ten months and then she'll go to So what was their argument? Although that the match has been concluded that it's been agreed upon. Okay and I said before there's no point it doesn't apply to try to refuse this because it's very clear that it came from Hashem but yet their argument is and yet she should stay she should sit for 12 months or 10 months kikach for this is the way that you give for Absula a time of 12 months this is the custom of the world basically saying this is the way it's done you can't change this and the fact that Eliezer didn't make any changes when he originally came meant that he agreed to this more than just that this is the minute so we should follow it more than that, since Eliezer when Eliezer suggests this match, he that in this case, it should be a change than the usual, you should go immediately so for sure, according to Loven and the other people there, and also he, the Eliezer, intended when he made the Shidduch in the beginning to make a match in the accepted order and the usual way which they give 12 months. So, that was the understanding. That's how they understood it. Eliezer When Eliezer refused to agree to the custom, the order of the custom, now he adds something new. Eliezer, this new item, even according to Eliezer's story, There is no evidence from all the miracles that happened to him, that this came, that this all happened because of Hashem. So, but there is no proof. this new thing that you must leave right away. That's not been proven. Move on, so it's understood. She's a This puts a doubt in all of what he said. Even in the document of the gift that he showed them that Avraham has given everything that he owns to his son Yitzchok. But also in the wondrous matters that he related to them. And you see, the Rebbe says, Rashi's They didn't know of those wondrous things on their own. They knew it because that's what was related to them by Eliezer. And Rashi said, Rashi is very specifically particularly uses the words that it's recognizing based on your account, the way you are relating. Uh based on your narrative, the narrative that you are presenting, it's only from him, his narrative. where he tells it, that's how we know them. So, but since the only reason for agreeing was the cause of the miracles, they decided on the match. Without asking her consent her approval because it was from Hashem but when they said here is Rivka take her and go but now they were forced to say let's call the young woman let's ask her by her mouth let's her ask her directly by the on the Shidduch itself. because you can't marry the woman only with her consent. So before that, they trusted the story that Eliezer said because he went along with the custom as they expected. They didn't have a reason to doubt, and therefore they agreed to the Shidduch, but now that he's starting up with new stuff, which wasn't part of the miracles that he related, so now they said that, you know what, we're not even sure about this whole thing, you want a Shidduch, go ask, let's ask her if she's agreeing. Now we understand what Rashi's intention when it says, let her be with us for a etc says because so we give for a time 12 months this was the basis for the argument for the words of Rivka, uh, of uh, Lovon and, and and her mother Rivka's mother this wasn't a request uh, just saying, oh, you know, let her stay. Rashi explains that this was an argument. Because this is the minute, so they disagreed with Eliezer because he's going against the accepted. And it's specifically because Eliezer asked for something new. Goram That caused them to retract from the previous decision that we said earlier at last. Okay, but now why is it that they're saying, if that's the minute the Rebbe asks, how come they're saying right away is 10 months? Why would they agree for 10 months? And the Rebbe explains that even though they usually... Twelve months—that's the estimate for ordinary. But in this case, because she got gifts and everything else, they said, oh, maybe we can do ten months." now, but based on the above shetan nosum tonu, that their argument that led the young woman be with us, was because this is way we give for a twelve months. Madu, Amr am going take care of Why do they immediately say or ten months? Babir, the explanation is like this. Tama dovash and aistin the besulah zman yud be'schadish. What is the reason why we take give a besulah twelve months? Mevayyirashi said, Ashi explains. Shehu k'de l'farnis is asam b'tachshitim. That is in order that they can support herself with their jewelry. It takes a long time for that, and the hade but since in the verses before it's already been related that after they agreed for the match the servant has taken out and showed the silver and golden vessels he gave it to so already he started giving her stuff so now she's being already in the right away. So since the already uh, supported her, gave her, that's why they added, they said maybe 10, even though ordinarily you would give 12 months, but in this particular case, we can say maybe ten. Because he had already given her some. And they argument, we see that they estimated that the amount that Eliezer gave her would be suffice for two months. If we should say that those gifts were given as parnosa for her, if the intent of there was as a parnosa to help her support herself with the jewelry that she needs to get married, could be that it was actually like delicacies. Could be it had nothing to do with the parnose that he uh, gave her. But he said, even if we should say uh, that it was, so there was sufficient there for two months. So maximum, even if it was parnose, it had for two months. So she was set for two months. So therefore, at least ten months she has to stay. To stay with them for ten months. Kidei in order for her to support herself with all of the ornaments, with all of the jewelry, as it was the custom. So, they changed, because he changed, they changed their mind, and, but, they were willing to compromise two months, but yet, Eliezer did not agree even according to your view that you need to she still has 10 months to, of need of Parnassus he still says send me, why? since Hashem made my trip, my path, my road trip Success, successful, and therefore, he's trying to tell them I'm a truthful person here. You're not dealing with somebody who is uh, the Amitihu. He's truthful. And he already showed them a document of the gift. The whole that everything of the good that belongs to the master, also the jewelry of Sora, he's giving it all away to Yitzchak. So therefore, she would not have a problem. Over this case, she doesn't need the 10-month season. That was the comeback from Eliezer for the argument that she should stay for 12 or at least 10 months. The Rebbe is going to now go away to the other uh, aspect of the Sikha about why Rivka is referred to as Isha. Uh, we're saying that we can't marry a Isha only midaito. And um, it's actually a change from the Medrash says you can't marry a Yusoyma, an orphan. And the Rebbe is going to explain that Rivka was actually an Isha. Yes. In the diwna of Pirush Rashi de London there's an additional uh de uh, something we need to look into in our parsha the pirush lo inshallah spio in Rashi's commentary on let's ask her misha marashi mallosh la medrash rashi changes from the language of the medrash the medrash says in masin as hay soima we can only we can't marry an orphaned girl but by her consent the and Rashi changes, and Rashi writes in Masina so Isha, it doesn't say you don't marry an orphan, but he says you don't marry a woman, Elimadite, only from her, with her consent. So we need to understand the reason, but for that, especially, why does Rashi change? Rivke then was a minor. So why do we say what Rashi is <laughs> intending over here is <laughs> although Rivka was only three years old she's, she was already an adult in her mind her mind was like an adult and the Rebbe is going to point out that we have uh, behaviors from minors that can tell us about who they really are. Most of the time, the Rebbe is going to m'dayik, we don't pay attention to minors, who they really are, what their character, where their standing is. But you could, technically, if you paid attention to minors, you can see where their standing is. And therefore, the Rebbe says that Rivka... Uh, was like an Isha even at that time. Let's look inside. The Pashas told us Posik and the Pashas told us on the verse, it says hanorim, talking about Yaakov and Asaf. Uh, the lads they grew up. Ahead, uh, Peter Shadashi actually explains there, Kozman Show you katanim, for as long as they were minors, loi Hoyu. They are not recognized by what they do. Shraj says two things. First of all, you can't tell from their actions, and people do not look into what is, who are they, what are they. But as soon as they turn 13, Shona. This one, Yaakov, he separate. He went to study halls. and Esau went So, So, this is a child, and verses becoming by mitzvah. But an adult, normally, usually, His actions of a uh, mature adult person, they are evidence to the characteristics of his soul, who he is. What he does reflects his uh, character. Umishu Balachrayas, And a person who is uh, competent, intellectually, and takes responsibility, so then what he does are a result from his character. For the good or the bad. Basically, what you do is a result from your character and you act accordingly. But you cannot prove the character of a the, 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 this whole character of a person what he does when he's a minor when he's not mature not an adult when he's not responsible what he does so basically mature adult from how he behaves we can tell what kind of a person he is who. What kind of a character traits? Is he positive or the opposite? However, not by a child. So now we understand Now we can understand the long language of Rashi. First Rashi says when they were minors you couldn't tell. And then it says People did not look into them, so we're not so particular with them. <laughs> but it would seem, why is it actually talking about whether you are looking at you, are particular with them or not? You can't tell, that's it. That once they turn 13 years old, and they became adults, they became adults. Then you can tell them from their actions. Shazepirusha The fact that he goes to beis medes, the other one goes to avedezonah. So you can see the the character traits of who Yaakov was and who Esau was. But why get involved with Ainodom Medagdik? They don't know particular. So, muchach maloshan Rashi. So it's actually evidence from Rashi's language. Shabim oyu medagdicim baheim amakidim asayim. If people were particular with them and recognize what they do before they turned 13 years old, perhaps it's possible that they would figure out their character even before Bar Mitzvah. So that means like this that in the simple level, literal level of the begil," the concept of being an adult or a minor is not something which is hinges on the age of Yud Giml Shona, 13 years old. That depends the nature of each individual. Specifically, you got to figure out, everybody becomes an adult at their own time. There's some who become mature Adults on an earlier age, and there's those that delay to become mature. And this that we have the age of thirteen, when the person becomes a man, that's not the reason. It's not because he turned thirteen. Now all of a sudden he's an adult. But rather, this is the nature by majority that by the age of thirteen you become responsible. The man, now when you're 13 years old, you become adult, you become mature, both in your intellect and intellect and, 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 and knowledge. And from that time and on, then you can, people are particular, and you can tell what he's doing. as opposed to before this age. So people don't care, don't look into it. Because by majority, people have not yet reached maturity before the age of 13. So, the uh, Rashi is saying over there that you cannot tell because people don't, are not particular, but if people were particular, then you would be able to tell. So in this case, by us, by Rivka, you could tell. It relates, it relates in the Parsha, that Eleazar gave himself a sign, and he said, it will be the young woman that I will tell her, tilt your, jug so I can drink, and then she will respond, she say drink and I'm also going to I'm going to give also the camels to drink, so he said Eliezer said she is the woman who you have chosen you have proven for your servant he ran towards her and he told her about this journey, about this trip, so and about the Shidduch, Hare sheddig, Hare, not the whole Shidduch, but gave her some of the gifts, shal so he actually was looking into how Rivka was behaving, and he was able to recognize her through that, so based on this it turns out, because he can tell who she was, that she was an adulteress. that you can you look into and you could tell by their action. Most of the time, you're not medagdek because they don't mature. But in this case, you wanted to be medagdik, and he was medagdik, and you can tell by your action. And now we understand that Rashi's emphasis over here that you don't marry a woman. Because in the simple, literal level of the Pesach, she was already an adult, but in her mind. But at that time. So therefore, she was an Isha And since uh, we ask her, it means can't marry off a woman uh, without asking her.
1: And the Rebbe is going to bring out a nice test from
0: the uh, uh, wondrous uh, items of Rashi. You can also learn certain things in halacha from the Rashi. And uh, in, uh, in halacha, there's two possibilities about the age. Why a person becomes a bar mitzvah, whether it's a natural phenomenon, that 13 years old, or it's a halachic phenomenon, which means the Torah says the age of 13. So if it's from the Torah, then it doesn't apply to non-Jews. But if it's uh, natural, then it will apply across the board. Well, let's look inside. It's known that in Rashi there are wondrous matters. Also, in halacha from Rashi. Pirush Rashi and then our Rashi. The source for the halacha that thirteen years old you are obligated. You are responsible for mitzvahs. So, what's this source for there? So, is my We find two opinions in halacha. Number one, Aleph. Number one, LeMadeim We learned this with Masha Kosuf. That the two sons, the two sons of Yaakov Shimon and Levi, they each took their sword. At that time, the calculation is that they were thirteen years old. And the Torah calls them men. Godless. The word "ish" points to maturity, adulthood. So based on this, this is a natural matter. Should be that when you are 13 years old, you become an adult in your intellect and in your mind. So that's one way. Is that it's a natural phenomenon. But those are part of the we have certain measures that we learn by various old halachas, and they are based from the Moshe Messina, they are not natural, Those are the that's why we do it, because that's the way Moshe Rabbeinu passed it down to us. What is the difference halachically between these two opinions? From what point are Bnei Neiach obligated in observing the mitzvahs in which they were commanded. Neiach have the seven mitzvahs, but when are they obligated? When do they become responsible? according to the view that the 13 years old for mitzvahs is learned from the Pesach, and the reason is because that nature of a people that at this age you become an adult, so that means, then everybody's 13 years, we go by majority. That's the way. Because once the Torah revealed to us that this is a natural, if what happens is, a, nasa, God, a person becomes, by the age of 13, so it makes no difference whether a year that So then it would mean that a would also be liable for his mitzvahs at the age of 13. But uladeya shazui halocha lemaishem misinai. I but the day which says that this is halocha maishem misinai. Yimkemi b'neiach shalahem lenitnoshurim. So then, when we have to deal with b'neiach, who have not gotten these measures, how does it totally because halacha dvechel if it even matsover? So then, it would be hinging everyone and one based on their nature and the ways that they're standing. So v'hinei, and therefore, so now. The Pshut of Mikra, how you love is din ben In the simple, literal level of the pasuk, the aves day, had the law v'ben nech. While pidei ha beizan and therefore, according to the second opinion, she yeshlemu shegam Rashi's view. Okay, we can say that Rashi holds so in the at least in the commentary on the Chumash, Rashi holds so. Shall Got loose from that it made the hinges. When does a person become adult in their nature? It's not 12, not 13, 12 for a woman, it's just nature. That then we can say that when Rashi says, You know, make a woman that she had a status of a woman. That Rakhdarik was a great, so it fits in with the halacha that. She was a G'dayla because we go by the nature, and since her uh, was proven already that uh, her character and her mind was proven from the way she behaved with the uh, Eliezer, so therefore she was an adult. Rashi says, So this would fit also. This is M'sichah Shabbos Pasha's Chayisodot, Tavshin lamad